Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Mary, welcome to the cave. Thanks for having me. Thank you uh, for joining me today to come on and talk a little about your career, about your latest project on Apple TV, uh, Life with Ella. I've, I was doing some research out of you. I want to get this like, I love how you've done a little bit of everything. You've done acting, theater, uh, films, uh, voiceover work. It's like improv. What's left? Oh is, there, is there is there like something on the list that, that you like you have a goal that you want to hopefully get someday? Oh, man. I, I, I've been so lucky and, and and like this this role on Life by Ella kind of checked off one of those uh, bucket list items, which is play uh, a mom on TV. So like, I don't know, I've been I've been really lucky and I don't know. That's awesome. So uh, so you started off in improv and like theater, right? Yeah, I started I started off in theater uh, when I was a, a kid, you know, doing uh, children's theater in, in my uh, town in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and, you know, went to a performing arts high school and just I got the bug really early. And so um, I went to Brandeis University right outside of Boston um, and got a BA in theater. And that's where I started doing improv. I, I was in the like you know, the, the college troupe and, and mm. really fell in love with it. So when, was, it always, uh, was it always like comedy and things like that? Like, did you love comedy in a way where you were like, I want to do improv? Cause a lot of people would you, like, I've had guests on where they're like, their goal is improv, like SNL or something like that. Like, what was your goal in the beginning? Well, you know, I just wanted to get more comfortable with improv, to be honest. Mm. You know what? I really like to play lots of different characters and like, I like, especially you know, with voiceover, for example, they can hire you to do three voices in the show. So like, I I just really love to do like lots of different weird characters and voices. So improv allowed me to do that. Um, And like I had in in high school, I went to Interlock and Arts Camp and I like studied Shakespeare and we did Hamlet. And like, I was like a very serious actor up to that point but then when I found improv I was like all right I can really you know stretch myself it was really fun how did the voiceover happen the voiceover stuff I I was so I went to Brandeis and then I moved to New York um I really wanted to focus on musical theater um and 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 try to you know get on Broadway and so I was really, you know, again, like I, I got my Broadway debut was Avenue Q. And in that show, I played two different characters. Um, if you're familiar with the show, Kate Monster and Lucy the Slut. <laughs> um, it was so much fun. And then, you know, from there, I got a voiceover agent. I was really just like chipping away with each audition. You know, you really yeah. like just getting on the radar there. How fun! How fun is the animation? Because you saw you done like Boss Baby, and then you also done some video games, also. Yeah, I love it. A voiceover is, is the best gig because you know you don't have to do hair and makeup, you don't have to do wardrobe. You can like roll out of bed and just. And even then, in the pandemic, you know, like my studio is in my walk-in closet, so you know yeah. it's a, it's a pretty sweet gig when you can get get the work. Um, it's so much fun. 
I had a I had a couple of voiceover people come on the show a couple months ago. Uh, one of them was uh, from Big Nate, and he was telling me how like you mentioned how you record everything now in your house. It's pretty cool. You can record a lot of things at home. You don't even have to go to the studio anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was sort of heading that way before the pandemic, but the pandemic changed everything. And so, yeah. gosh, I mean, I was happy to go back to the studio because, like, I have kids and they were driving me crazy. So I was I was <laughs> pleased to get out of the house and, and record. But yeah, for a while it was like, yeah, just me and me in the closet. <laughs> how how different would you say is to prepare for like a voiceover work compared to like TV film or even theater? That's a good question. I mean, I think as an actor, you you have to approach any role, whether you, whatever medium it might be with the same focus and attention to detail and, and story and things like that. Um, I'd say the only thing about animation is you don't have to memorize the lines. So <laughs> that that's a little bit easier too, but um, in terms of how you approach a character, it's, it's all the same. Yeah. Now, like for voiceover work, you mentioned like you love how you do like two or three different voices per like project. How do you decide what voice you want to do for certain characters? You know, most of the time they'll give you a, a, a kind of character description, okay. you, you know, so so you'll have a sense of what they're looking for. Um, but if it's just like, you know, passerby number three, sometimes you really have license to just like make something up and make a big choice. And yeah. that's where the improv stuff really comes in handy because you're just like, all right, I'm gonna throw this at the wall, see if they like it. And it's fun. You can you can be a little cuckoo when you're doing the the, the tertiary characters, you know. Right. So yeah, let's uh let's jump into your uh, your latest project now, Life by Ella. Like how cool, first of all, like Apple TV. You know, they're just they're not releasing projects quickly because and but it's like whatever they pick, it's always gold for them. They're yeah. very slow about what they want to release at what times. They're very careful. I I, I really like that about them. They they are so. They are focused on the quality, not not the yeah. quantity. And um, I feel really honored to be a part of, of that, you know, slate, because uh, especially with all the new kids and family programming that, that that's coming out, like. I can't wait for everybody to see it because because it's, it really is a different beast, the way that they're approaching uh, kids and family stuff. Now, how were you uh, how were you approached for this project? I, I, I auditioned. I just, you know, I got, I got the audition and, uh, uh, put myself on tape for it at home. You know, again, like we do everything at home now. Nobody yeah. is in person. And then a couple of weeks later, I got a, a request to do a zoom call back with the, you know, producers and creators. And, um, it was relative, you know, for a series regular part, for for a part that big, it was relatively yeah. simple. You know, wow. usually you have to jump through a lot of hoops. So it was, it was, it was, it was cool. Yeah. How it cool? Uh, what went through your uh, your uh, reaction like when you're reading the script and everything, and you were going for the mom role? Like, did you find it easy because you are a mom yourself? You know, there is that level of understanding once you have the life experience. I'm sure, yeah. as you know, as as a parent it, it it changes everything um you know life by ella is special because it also it centers on ella who is this 13 year old girl who has you know overcome cancer and so she's going uh 
back to her school kind of with a, with a renewed sense of seizing the day. And um, I was really struck by how, how they, the, the subject matter could be really weighty for anybody, adult stuff or kid stuff. And I was so impressed at how they honored the subject material, but still kept it light and kept it in the, in the kid world. And, um, that, that was the thing that really leapt out at me and, and helped me just lock into, to the character of Joanne. What was the description you were given for Joanne? What do you love about her? Oh gosh. You know, I can't remember the description, but what I love about, about Joanne is, um, in the, so Joanne, the McCaffrey family, right? So there, yeah. there's a, Joanne is like the one who's a little less stressed out about things. You know, usually you think yeah. see on these shows, it's like the mom is like very type A and it's like, you're not, a, you know, sweetie, you can't eat this. You can't do that. You know, Joe, the, the husband in the show, um, Carl is the one who is a little more just like anxious about Ella and how she's going back into the real world. But uh, Joanne is kind of a, little more hands-off and I like that what do you think was like the do you have anything in common with the character you would say oh I mean I think you know I would like to think that with my own kids I try to find a balance you know Mm. the parents were always trying to strike between being fine keeping it light but uh you know, uh, uh, talking them through the, the tough times. So, right. you know, Joanne, I, I like that Joanne's not like perfect. She's not a perfect TV mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you, if you watch throughout the, uh, the season, she, she has some missteps and I love mm-hmm. that she admits that moms and parents can be wrong. You mentioned uh, Carl, which is played uh, by Kevin. Mm-hmm. Describe now like that relationship between you two. And then, uh, the chemistry now between you and uh, Ella. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. The me and Kevin as, as human actors or as, yeah. I love yeah. Kevin. Kevin is, um, gosh, he's, he's so much fun. He is such so, his presence on set is just so, um, I don't know. He's so funny. So he, he puts everyone at ease. Like mm. it, it's been a real joy. The whole, like, we never know what we're going to get whenever we start a new job. Right. We don't yeah. know if there's going to be chemistry, if there's, if there's going to be tension and like, it was a dream. And I'm, mm. I mean that, like, I love Lily Brooks. I, I love Aiden and, and, and Kevin. And it's just, we we got really lucky. Yeah. Now, how about like working with Lily? Because you have a couple of scenes there, they're not intense, but they're like special, I guess. You would, would you yeah, say? yeah. I mean, they're they're weighty, you know. Yeah. They, they and um, gosh, she's so easy to play opposite at, at her age to be so honest and and God, she's just beautiful to work with. Mm. What would she's you say? Now, like, there's other ca- uh, other cast members on the show. Like, is there anybody you wish you kind of had more scenes with? Are you hoping for maybe in season two, if we see a season two? Yes, yeah, season two. Fingers crossed. Um, I would like to work more with Artie on Vanessa. So so Ella's best friends. We, we yeah. were mostly just in the family setting, you know, and there wasn't a ton of crossover. So I'd love yeah. to, um, to uh, 
work with the the other kids more. Yeah. That'd be fun. Back going back in your uh, on your character, Joanne. Is there anything you could if you could change something about her now? Is there anything you could change about her? And would you be friends with her if she was real? I I think I would be friends with her. Yeah, like I like uh, Joanne's cool. I mean, uh, I don't want to without giving anything away. It's like right. Joanne does make some choices that like I think it's it's hard. It would be hard for people to understand at first, but that's what's so great about the show is it really dives into the complexity of what it's like to deal with such a life altering situation in a family mm -hmm. with your child you know you have to like ultimately I, I wouldn't change anything I, you have to give everyone a lot of grace now uh apple tv plus we just did we, we all all the episodes dropped i watched the first two last night this one mm -hmm. they decided to do a little bit different they just dropped them all at once yeah yeah they they dropped them all at once they're all out like getting good reports back from from friends and family and hopefully strangers are enjoying it as right. well yeah a lot of a lot of families tuning into watch these shows because they said they've dropped a lot of family shows the last few months last yeah, two months did. especially they did and this is such a great show for co-watching as as a family especially like a, a girlfriend of mine you know we went to high school together and she was like we just watched we binged the whole season me and my teenage daughter yeah. It's so special to share that. And, and, I, and I'm really glad to be a part of something like that. That's great. Now, what's next for you now? I saw the, is it a podcast you got coming now? Yes. So I'm working on this, this kid's podcast that's in development and hopefully I can talk more about it later, but it basically, um, it's a podcast uh, about civics for kids uh -huh. kind of, you know, in the schoolhouse Rocky vein. Oh, okay. um, and then I'm, I'm also on another Apple show. It's um, it's an animated series called Interrupting Chicken, and I play the mom on that. And it's um, it's a super kid, cute kid show. Um, so I've got those things coming up, and then just you know, momming it, and there you go, auditioning and <laughs> doing doing the routine. Right. Uh, lastly, now, how can the viewers and listeners that tune into this interview? How can they find your social media to keep up with you? Oh, they can find me on maryfaber.com. Super easy. You know, there you'll find links to all my socials and uh, news. And so like what's coming next and everything right. is on maryfaber.com. Great. Uh, Mary, well, thank you uh, for giving me a few minutes today. This is fun. Thanks for chatting. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.